Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. See, now I feel like Mike Shannon. We got notes in the booth. I'm going to do a shout-out here, and I'm going to explain. Later in the day, if you go to 590thefan.com, all of the segments are up there, and they're going to be able to replay this. I got a shout-out I want to give. This is going all the way to Kansas City. Hey. Get well soon, Dubby. Did I get it right, sir? Yes, sir. Get well soon, Dubby. And I believe she'll be listening to this later on the podcast. And we're going to turn her. Dubby is going to become a loyal listener of 590 The Fan. And Dubby should be our new Cardinal thing. When they win, we'll fly the Dubby. Fly the Dubby. The Cubs have the W. We'll just fly the Dubby. Get well soon. She can listen later at 590TheFan.com. Midday Grind, Martin Kilcoin, Brian Hoffman, Jimmy Hewer. We're live at the Schnooks here, Dardeen Prairie. Right off Highway K and the Page Extension, of course, the baseball show. Brian, we are 51 minutes away. This is just the warm-up act. <laughs> 51 That's minutes it. away. That's from all this simply is. From 590 baseball. Cardinals sitting at 8-5. and five. Off day today down in Monterey, Mexico. Kind of fun for the guys, I guess, to just explore a little bit yeah. down there and then play a little ball Saturday, Sunday. I thought this was the Reds. Just moving it because they don't sell real well. But it looks like, and I saw Derek Gould had some pictures, this is kind of an MLB venture. Well, and evidently Bill DeWitt likes volunteering for this kind of stuff as well because I guess they're playing in London maybe next year. They're losing a home series to the Cubs to play in London. So I think Bill just likes stuff. You know, Martin, it's the Kevin Demoff philosophy that if you if you play in a foreign city, those residents will then want to visit St. Louis. Well, the difference is they're offering up road games. These are these would have been in Cincinnati, correct? Yes. Next yeah. year, the Cubs series would have been home. They're giving okay. up a home series next year. Well, the brand will grow. You'll, yes. You'll see all those Fowler jerseys when you're in Birmingham, and you go to that Chelsea soccer game, somebody will have a Brebbia shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> it would blow your mind, wouldn't it, if you went to London next year and there's, like, Yachty jerseys everywhere? <laughs> anyway, something. cards with the day off. They're in Monterey for Saturday-Sunday baseball uh, with the Reds. And the sweep over the Dodgers complete a four-game sweep. I really think the two biggest surprises, how good the bullpen was in this series, because your pitching has not been dominant. Waka was bad on Thursday. He only goes three and two-thirds, and yet you get shutout work out of your bullpen the rest of the way. And the second thing that surprised me, it's just how bad the Dodgers looked. And it, it may have been that, I'm telling you, that game, the game of the world, Mike, as Rooney always says. I wonder if it sort of just ruined their week because they got in real late Sunday night. You watch that game against the Rockies, you thought, man, the Cardinals would be lucky if they win one or two games. They end up sweeping them. And the bullpen did the heavy lifting. And the big three, let's just switch the big three. It was going to be Reyes, Miller, and Hicks. 
It's now Leon, Gant, and Brevia, okay? <laughs> the big three. Where would they be without the big three of Leon, Gant, and Brevia? And Tyler Webb's a guy who every time he's in, I'm like, I don't know. He did okay. He did okay. I think. And then th- Gallegos might be okay. Yes. Yeah. They won the Voight trade. He got the win yesterday. The Voight trade has officially been won by the Cardinals. Perfect. I think if you'd mentioned to Frank, you know, hey, what if I tell you Monday your confidence level in the Cardinals getting a four-game sweep, I think the answer is. Close to zero. Close to zero, but. If you're going to assume that's the case, you're thinking great starting pitching, but two starters failed to go five, and then Carpenter and, and Goldschmidt tee off. They get four hits total between the two of them, only one for extra bases. So I think going beyond just the sweep, you won games in ways that maybe you wouldn't have anticipated winning games. And then, yes, yesterday the Dodgers looked awful. Yes. They just three of the games you won because you were the better team that day. They had yesterday the, you won because the Dodgers gave it to you. We accused the Cardinals, or at least Hoff did, of the Cardinals <laughs> having a getaway <laughs> lineup. Did. The Dodgers had sort of a getaway look. Yes. They just, and I think Dave Roberts even said post game, "We just want to get back home." They just wanted to get out of St. Louis. At Maybe some that point. Magic Johnson news shook them as well Maybe. with him stepping down as the Lakers. They're upset too that the Lakers missed the postseason. Uh, Masters Day Two is underway. Your afternoon that. golfers from yesterday. Out on the course this morning, Bryson DeChambeau is at minus seven. He, of course, was your first round leader along with Brooks Kepka. So DeChambeau, they call him the professor. He is currently at seven under. He finished his day one round by birdieing 14, no, 15, 16, 17, and 18. Is that I, good? I think that's pretty strong. Okay. He birdied the final four, nearly eagled on 18. So DeChambeau still on top of the leaderboard, currently minus seven. Molinari is five under. Jason Day is five under. Phil Mickelson, who had a big day one, has given one back today. He is minus four. Uh, Tiger's going to play this afternoon. Tiger shot an opening round of two under par. He's in the afternoon group down in Augusta. We'll keep an eye on that leaderboard for you. And then hockey tonight, 8.30, which means... 8.45. Yeah, typically. And I know Dan Caesar brought that up in his media views. It's a pet peeve of his. I don't mind it as much on a Friday. Do it on a weekend. I'm fine with that. Next Tuesday, Tuesday is another one of those games. That's going to be an issue. The 8.30 games don't really start until 8.45. 8.30 on a Friday gives you time to, what's Dr. Rick's lingual, uh, get banged up. Get banged up. Prior to the contest at, a, at an establishment or your own homestead. That uh, Tuesday you are maybe afforded that opportunity. Maybe so a, a little bothersome. Maybe a bold prediction, too. For Fox Sports Midwest, this is going to be one of their highest-rated games ever. It's a playoff game. There's no Cardinal baseball. It is a Friday night, which Friday night's not a great TV viewing night, but folks are going to make it a, a point. Even if you go out to dinner, get home in time to watch the game, go to yes, a friend's house. people are psyched. People are into this, and I love when the Blues get into the playoffs and you start pulling in kind of the quasi-hockey fan or sort of the, you know, I, I like it, but I don't follow it closely. A few years ago when they made that run to the conference final, not finals, my mom would call. And say, I don't like that Joe Thornton. I'm like, she'd get into it. <laughs> you know. And I'm glad that Charlie's not related to this Patrick Marlowe because I don't like him one bit either. Well, like, okay, we don't well, like Charlie either, so it's, it's fine. Well, it's spelled differently. That's okay. But it is, and I'm exaggerating somewhat, but it's that time of year. And I think John Kelly said it a lot during that run. He said this is the Blues' chance to expand their fan base. And I think they did at that time. Uh, so it is a fun time of year. 8.30 tonight. That's game it. Two. Back to win it.
Winnipeg. Back to Winnipeg where we were told by Chris Kerber it's currently snowing. That's a shame. To be fair, I think it's snowing in Minnesota. I think it's snowing in Milwaukee. So it's not just a Canadian thing. But game two tonight and then Sunday night, bringing it home, 6.30 start. Blues and Jets and another Chris Kerber nugget. And I know he's the voice of the Blues. He gets paid by the Blues. We were all pretty impressed at what we saw with the whiteout and the building and the players even said going up there, it's going to be really loud because it's a smaller venue. He said the Enterprise Center is louder and that the presentation is better. And it sounds like they're rolling out. I guess they've had a couple of years to work on it, right? We didn't have playoffs (laughs) last year. He was hyping up the uh, pregame presentation. So that would be one other. They posted on Twitter they want people in their seats Early it's for funny, Sunday's I game. Didn't, I didn't see that, and I was just about to say this will serve as a midday grind PSA, and we never tell people what to do. Never. But for playoff hockey, you know, you just get that beer and go to your seats. Get that soda, that hot dog, get to your seats. There's so many people that linger in the concourse. Always. And I don't on that on that day you paid a hundred bucks, whatever you paid, part of what you're paying for, and you can do whatever you want. I get it. But it is a lot more fun when that building is full. They're saying right no the later game. than 6.15. Because you're going to want to – because if the game starts at 6.30, that means, right, you're going to have a 15-minute buildup. And all of the buildings now around the NHL have gotten real creative where they do sort of – it's not even a light show on the ice, but they use the ice as almost like a projector. Yeah. And put these images there with the cup and uh, can't wait. Playoff Did Kenny hockey. Wallace say he's participating in this in yeah. some capacity? I don't know at what point <laughs> – but he was at Granite City Speedway. I'm not sure how we're weaving this in with hockey. You know how they get the fire department to do the horns? Or, yeah. or, or, maybe it's something where he like has his carburetor making noise or something. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what his – he said Kenny Schrader was with him. Okay. Huh. So, yeah, there will be a Kenny Wallace video appearance. Get there early. Blues and Jets on uh, Sunday night. One other hockey note, Matthew Kachuk last night, first ever playoff goal, added an empty netter. And during the broadcast, they said, of course, Matthew, the son of the Hall of Famer. And I had to think for a sec. I'm sure Walt's in some Hall of Fame. I think he's in the United States Hall of Fame. Okay, so yes. he is a Hall of Famer. Yes. But when they said that. You did. I did the same thing. My, my reaction was, well, wait a minute. He's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. I guess he is in. He's in the USA Hockey Hall of Fame. He yes. was inducted in. 2012. So are you in a, are you in any Hall of Fame, Martin? CBC Hall of so Fame. So we can call you the Hall of Fame. I think if there were Schnooks Hall of Fame, I'd like to think I would be in that. That is true. Yes. Strick would not. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't Kachuk be a strong candidate to get into the Hockey Hall of Fame? At That's some been a debate. Point. I think at it? some credentials, point, No cup, I think, kind of hurts. No cup hurts, but he, you're over 500 goals. That's, That's what I thought was kind of the In litmus. time, that usually is a given that you get in, but maybe just not while – other guys like Pronger and some others. Are. Do the hockey pundits worry about like All Star games? How many All Star games for Big Wall? Is that a? Is it usually just goals? If you're a forward, that, that they're gonna. What about Corsi? What's his goals Corsi's and goal? points? I don't want to know his Fenwick, please. Fenwick, oh, oh. whatever the, the f- yeah go- goals is usually, and then obviously cups go a long way to to measuring that. But I would think, just based on career numbers, that he is a. Uh, Walter yeah. made it to five All-Star games. Okay, I think he'll get in eventually. Uh, Matthew and the Flames getting it done at home, although a lot of people like Colorado in that series. Flames took game one. So hockey on the menu. The Masters is going on. Cardinal baseball is exciting. 
probably from, well, a week ago it was opening day. Team was 3-3. Three and three. They were coming off a couple of wins in Pittsburgh. So, really, they're, what, 7-2 and two over their last nine games. Yeah. So, trending up. I think more so. You've played eight games against maybe the two best teams in the National League or at least two of your top competitors for top spot in National Dodgers League. Dodgers and, and Brewers. You're 5-3. and three. In one of those losses, you probably should have won. Yeah. And I think you've held your own against them pretty well, actually. I think better than we expected. So, Brian, the wet blanket was, who, by the way, if you're negative all the time, you will be right some of the time, <laughs> according to Brian's uncle. <laughs> but you were bullish on this team, and then the Milwaukee series, we kind of came out of this, oh, boy, I don't know. And then we had some shaky starting pitching, some shaky bullpen work. And maybe really Reyes kind of, you don't want to put it on him, but – him being bad, kind of, well, I guess him and Miller together, to be you, fair. You expected the two a, of them a being, dynamic trio, and you weren't, in, in one game, all three fell apart. Reyes that had Sunday-Milwaukee game kind of imploded and your, early, yes. your early positivity. Yes. Sort of imploded at the point. You won the two Pittsburgh games, but those were kind of weird deals. Maybe weren't the best baseball overall. They were exciting. You, you weren't scoring against their starters in that series. You had to kind of come back late in both of them. Yeah, I guess the answer is... It's a long season, and you've got some things there. You're winning, and nobody's been out of their mind right now. I think that's what it is. When you look at the winning record, the fact they've won five in a row, nobody's done anything insane. Nobody's been playing over their head. I think DeYoung's been really good. DeYoung's been really good. You're still expecting Goldschmidt to be more consistent, become the hitter you thought you, you were acquiring, that he's not been the person. For his entire... he's, he's the person. Right. Yes, he is the person. He is the person. This is not getting Brett Cecil category. You're waiting for Paul Goldschmidt to play or to come around fully. And even the starting rotation, I don't think, has underwhelmed for a good portion of this season. Um, Flaherty looked good, but he's not giving you the innings you expected. Michaelis has still been kind of teetering a little bit. So I think there's still room for growth there. Jose Martinez gets the start. He's part of the getaway lineup, which I said most people are okay with that. That was a pure Jose Martinez game. He misplayed a ball and right, turned a double into a triple, and then got four hits. <laughs> On the plus-minus, the hockey world, Jose, that's still a plus. <laughs> yes, but that is that was the peaks and valleys of a Jose Martinez start. A uh, topic that Frank brought up, because David Freeze did homer. He had a couple of RBIs in that game. Uh, guy could just hit. I mean, I... He hasn't said that he's retiring. So at Fox 2, John Brown said to me, what, what is with the – not the ovations. That's different. We talked about it. He's, he gets a lifetime pass on ovations because he's a World Series hero. But what is he, 36 maybe? He hasn't he said – He turns 36 at the end of the month. He hasn't said he's retiring. No, but we're just telling athletes when they're going to retire. Like this Dirk a, That's had a Dirk Nowitzki feel like everybody said, <laughs> hey, Freezer – this was your last. This was your last game at Bush, and he was like, "Was it? It was." Yeah, he didn't know. He did say that that thought crossed his mind. That he thought maybe it would be because the Dodgers aren't coming back in town. He could be a deadline deal. Playoffs. He could go to some team, maybe in the playoffs. October could be coming. That would be kind of fun too. But it was sort of weird because everybody said, "Oh, it's his last time." I'm like, "Is it? <laughs> Who's he playing for? Next? Who's yeah. he playing for next? Is he not?" And I think he said he might plan on retiring and it's been a good run for freeze but it was good to see him have his moments and he said his parents were there his aunt and uncle were there it was the perfect thing because you get a, a day where freeze can have fun and yet the Card- and the cardinals still win the game a lot of empty seats even though strick was there 
Were those Is that jammed? why? Because Strick was there? Because Strick was there. People didn't go. <laughs> they had advance warning. Everybody cleared out of the green seats. <laughs> it's amazing that game starts. I realize it's a day game in April, but when those games start, it's it's kind of alarming to look around and see. Not even half full. I was there the night before, and I get it's a half hour earlier. Maybe some people haven't adjusted to the new because it had been 7-15 weeknights for as far back as I can remember. But it was probably only a third full at first pitch on uh, on Wednesday night. It, it was that way at the end of last season, too, when the team was trying to get into the playoffs. I mean, there was a lot more at stake. I really think most teams, most sporting teams, you can go with any sport, they're struggling to get people to come to games. And you... Like I said, you can go with any sport because, for instance, college football. Let's just take Missouri. They've had some pretty good seasons, but they're not selling places out. And I would argue, I'd love, yeah, I'd love to see more people there. But why do I want to drive two and a half hours if the weather is iffy? And I can stay home and watch that game, but I can also watch seven other games if I'm really right. a college football fan. I mean, it's the same with a baseball game. If I'm a little iffy on going downtown, paying for parking, paying the prices for, what was it, $10 for a pretzel? Uh, when I can stay home, watch the Cardinal game, and if it's not one I want to watch, I can watch something else. You know, the NFL really felt the crunch, I think, in the last decade because of fantasy football. And so even the Rams were not the most progressive organization built an area well, name like five or ten instances where they were behind the times <laughs> well I, they, they tried really hard to develop like a fantasy area it might have been the bud light zone and where they had like high speed internet so you could bring your computer in yeah. if you wanted to kind of get your fantasy roster sitting in front. because if you're a fantasy owner you're just sitting at home watching the red zone watching every game you can so it's a huge issue for them unless you're the packers or the steelers or the chiefs where it's always packed and it's a thing to go to the games if your team is mediocre or worse, folks aren't going to get in the no. car. Was their slogan slow offense, high-speed internet? Was Ooh, that, was that I like the tagline yes. for it? We have <laughs> tremendously slow offense. We won't scar, but you can scar big in the Bud Light Zone. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, this is a long way to get to making fun of Stan Kroenke, too, because of Inglewood. I think you brought it up at yeah, the end of the day. Yeah, pushing people out again. A lot more news coverage now Uh-oh, about really? the housing situation. Near Inglewood, where they're building this new Taj Mahal Stadium. Doubling in some instances. People have gotten notices at their apartment buildings. Let's say they were paying $1,200. They're getting a sheet of paper that said your rent is now $2,700. So it's the Kroenke effect in full effect in Inglewood. Some of it is being outright evicted. Just um, get out. We have nicer clientele coming. That really feels like the Kroenke effect. Well, I'm glad to see they're, they're getting full view of what Enos is all about. But I brought up freeze because of Frank's topic, and it could be a good text topic as well. The Cardinals have their own Hall of Fame. Players like Willie McGee, Jim Edmonds, those are slam dunks, Chris Carpenter. Because David Freeze, and this is a very St. Louis argument, like who cares about a red jacket? Well, they do in St. Louis. (laughs) Does the fact that he had those huge moments override the fact that he didn't play here a terribly long time? Like, I just don't see him being a Cardinal Hall of Famer. But it is also a compelling argument when you think of his impact on the franchise, popularity. Uh, Because if he got on the ballot, and that's sort of the red ribbon panel that I know Strick would like to see me replaced on, which is fine, as long as I can go to the lunch. 
if he got on the ballot, I think people would vote him in. I think so, too. Oh, yeah. one of those two, no that, was, that was the Langford thing. People always said, we want Ray in there. We want Ray. And he just had to end up on the ballot. And that's all the Red Ribbon panel. We just kind of vote who we think would be ballot worthy. Yep. They kind of take all the ballots that we put together, and then they come up with the top five and put it on, out you there. You yell at Tony and Whitey and tell yes. them why they're wrong. And i got to tell you, I wish I had recordings from a few years ago when Red was still really sharp because there is a veterans vote also. And the DeWitts are really good about the history of the team. Brian Finch, who runs their museum and has all this information about old-time players, they'll put up some stats on a guy. You know, I, I always say Terry Moore because I'm, I'm forgetting some of these <laughs> right. guys, who, but who played a long time ago. And you're just staring at a bunch of numbers on a slide projector. And then Red would say, well, think about Terry Moore. These balls in the gap, he'd run back. Right, you know, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was yesterday. And he, and then Whitey will tell a story. Like, when I was down in uh, Nashville, I was coaching uh, single A. And you're like, what year was this? What is it? Well, it was about 72. And they're like, Whitey, where'd you park? Like, I don't know. <laughs> These guys, the right. memory base. <laughs> yes, it is. And there's a couple of people every park. year from Edward Jones. They're big sponsors of the Cardinals Hall of Fame. And I just look over, and they're just taking it all in. And it's just so Frank and I don't say a word. You just eat. We just eat. We just take it all in because. <laughs> well, he wasn't good at the media. I don't think he should. He never went to him for a soundbite post game. Yeah. He doesn't belong. Martin and Frank, are you guys okay with it? Yep, sounds good. <laughs> but it's a great debate. Would Freeze be worthy of a red jacket? Texter's always part of this program at 855 282 8255 855-282-8255. Midday Grind coming to you live today from Schnooks location, Dardine Prairie, right off Highway K by the Page Extension. It's the corner of Highway K and Highway N. Beautiful, I guess we're still in O'Fallon mode. We're in O'Fallon. We are in Dardine Prairie is right over that way, and I'm pointing, oh, and you can't see it at okay. home. We're very close to Dardine Prairie, but they also have the Frick's Ham that we've been talking about good, really good. on yes. display, and they're putting it on the Hawaiian roll. You put anything on a Hawaiian roll, it That's makes good. it even better. We've got the wings out. Uh, there's coffee over here, and I noticed I had a cup of coffee, and it says no charge for seniors. They don't need coffee. And I need coffee. Young people need coffee. 55 and over, so I'm not, but Frank is, so I took a cup of coffee, and I decided it was free because I was with Frank. So did I. Does that count? I did that too. I think that works. Uh, thanks to the good folks at Schnooks for having us out here. We're going to be going live till 2 o'clock. 590 Baseball comes your way between 1 and 2 o'clock. We'll come back. I want to play a clip for you of Tony LaRussa, new project that I'm involved in. But it's, I think it's very telling about Tony explaining the early days when he was the new manager and trying to kind of emerge from the whitey shadow. I know Joe Torre was here in between. But when you're the manager in St. Louis, there's always the whitey Herzog shadow, and he – he addressed that. We'll get into that topic. Fast Eddie's doors are already open. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they open at 11 o'clock. A little cooler today, but still a great time to get out on that patio. They've got live music going every day. Oh, that would be a good place to get nice and sauced for the Banged up, watch a little blues game. hockey. Yeah. <laughs> so now, Eddie, like, you've sent people up here that were sick. You want them banged up? <laughs> we'll take those banged up people. <laughs> if you haven't been there, you got to get up to Fast Eddie's. They're always having fun, and if you got to group in the office just want to get away for lunch two of you 20 of you they can accommodate the food the grills up and running again 11 o'clock they open on friday saturday and sunday seven days a week they are open it's fast eddie's bonaire clark bridge highway 367 clark bridge then you're in alton turn right and you're there fourth and broadway it is a destination spot so if you haven't been in a while 
get back to Fest Eddie's because you've been missing out on the fun. Peel and eat shrimp. Are my good Catholic friends looking to eat a little fish on a Friday? You can just get a huge basket of peel and eat shrimp. If you're not Catholic, get that homemade bratwurst, half-pound Fat Eddie burger. The food's outstanding. You've heard our visits with Eddie. You know they're having fun up there. Stop by and see him. Fast Eddie's Bonaire in Alton, Illinois. It's the Midday Grind, live on 590 The Fan. Come on now and kiss it goodbye, but hold on to your lover because your heart's bound.